0: Um, hello everybody, thank you for coming to the 18th episode of San Samplegrino, podcast run by May. This podcast is going to be about my self-reflection of things I did not have an output for, such as a late night thoughts I had in mind. This episode is going to be about what I read, what I've been thinking about, and what's my update. Recently, I read a short story by uh, Banana Yoshimoto, and... Um, called Utaka, Utakata and Sanctuary, and Utakata doesn't have a specific topic or theme, but is a very cute story about a girl about the same age as me, going through relationships, family issues, and her mom's with depression. And any recording that I've been doing seems so important. It seems like there's always a learning curve, even though it is not intentional. Um, this story really is just a literary text about a girl but it just makes me feel so grounded about how relationships without phones work and how male-female relationship works in a uh, patriarchal um, environment and how living abroad seems so much more distant than back then and okay well you can read it yourself but some of the things mentioned in the story hit really different for me because i lived up i live abroad and there're so many things that i could communicate like i so many ways i could communicate with my friends in japan and london like back and forth yet our communication skill does not improve through having the internet and she's obviously having phone calls with the people abroad that cost about like 3000 yen for a 5 minute call and it seems as if their relationship is a lot more deeper a lot deeper than having it over a fucking zoom call and i just want to say but it is just me but i am so lazy that even though i am always hanging out with my friends um here and i'm always like doing something back in london if i were there i just don't enjoy doing zoom calls i really it's really good with like my close close friends when they don't really mind having three to four hours of conversation with moments of silence in the middle but you know like doing something else like and calling is fine but when the purpose of the call is to talk to them only I am not motivated to set a call and recently you know it's it I need to improve that at one point but that's just how it is and i don't know i think it relates to a lot of people but i just got i am just tired of having to do everything online yeah so another thing i love um, recently is i love listening to anything goes by anything goes by emma chamberlain or chamberlain yeah because it's so relatable i was like not like a huge fan of her on youtube um but with her podcast, it feels more of a real teenager than a YouTuber who shares so much of her life on the internet. It, there's some, something about her that is more than a L.A. YouTuber. I, like, subscribe to fashion bloggers in a range from, like, very, very sustainable chill vloggers to all the way to, like, people who does not care shit about it. And, like, Emma is in, like, the middle. And I don't actually watch her videos that often. Like, maybe recently, but not really. Yeah, but her podcast is so fast-paced and like easy to listen to um, when you're on a way to somewhere. Like my old-time favorite YouTuber is Lindsay Rem, and she kind of has like a very easygoing tone t- in her videos as well. And I have been following her since she didn't ha- even have a lot of following back then, but she's been consistent in like a good way, and I just love her videos. Also, one of the YouTubers I started following this year is Olivia O'Neill, an Irish YouTuber based in London and she's just really pretty and also funny and her videos excite me about living in London and her like accent got me to watch her videos because her accent is so cute and this is the type of YouTubers I really want to watch and I like just TikTokers are just not a thing for me. I don't really like anything about it um yeah well i don't it's it would be a lie if i'd say that i don't watch tiktok videos but i just don't follow them or subscribe to any of them yeah so maybe i i i should talk about a topic i chose one um just because of like just one of the cultural differences i've experienced in my international school is the amount of self-deprecation it's something i have been thinking about recently and it's just some it's just funny to me that it's changing and the cultural difference is also changing through the evolution of sns And I think it, like, applies to many other cultures that have similarity with the way Japanese culture was built up. But it is safe to say that, like, Japan loves the idea of self-deprecating humor. In addition to that, even if the joke or the comments were not self-deprecating, they like to degrade their own accomplishments to others, because it seems like you're bragging about something if you, like, complimented yourself on others. And the entirety of the cultural structure is built on the idea that you need to be more respectful of others and you need to have others before you if i like exaggerate it and so i when i moved to china i was just so confused on how genuine people were when it comes to being happy if you accomplish something and sad if you failed at something because it was i was just used to degrading the worth regardless of whether you didn't do well or not and it was just a small thing that made me feel that way like one of the examples is like what um you know just one of those like annual awards like teachers hand out to their favorite students basically a wristband or being like for being kind or polite or respectful and like my friends were genuinely happy about it without competition and maybe like if they had that in japan it would be kind of a competitive thing so they wouldn't do those things to like praise kids for being this type of personality you know Oh, so another example is like when I was on a school bus one time, um, it was really, really small thing, but I didn't know English well, but I could tell that like what others were talking about because it was such a simple conversation over like who has more Apple products than each other. We were like 10 or 11, so obviously the conversation has no actual meaning whatsoever, but it was just funny to me to see other people actually compete without tearing others apart. And the whole structure, like, whole culture surrounding, like, praising others was different for me. And there was this space where I was allowed to show my accomplishment if you, if I, like, really did something. And no one was offended by it. And, and why am i talking about this because i realized through tiktok and instagram and twitter that i see a reverse of that like for instance self-love and like body positivity are like one of the most common um common posts on the internet for like people to respond to but like some people i think is not really doing the positive like positive body thing correctly like instead of having is um, instead they like by having self-deprecating humor in a video as a defense mechanism. They try to get attention and reduce the amount of attack from the viewers or followers. I mean, it's still their content, so I don't really care if they should or should not change their content. But the digital content changes the idea of self-love and like self-acceptance in a way. And if I were like 11 watching the same content, I don't know if I find those self-deprecating humor as something funny because it's, it's like self-love. Self-love is something you should kind of keep in mind and not to put it as a content i don't know if i'm making any sense but this kind of relates to with the council culture thing where the people post so easily on a platform but then when they're like but then they are also very scared of the strangers that's going to comment on their post about anything in that content and I'm not engaged with those reels and like TikTok because it actually takes so much time to make one and to also catch up on what kind of trends there are on reels but I have seen some that are like trying so hard to get compliments from strangers and because of the satisfactions from the reactions they do anything they can to get reactions and most of the time the comments that are incre- incredibly rude and mean are like from elementary school kids and for them it is toxic to have a platform that lets them do that in the first place and for the people that post those it is so annoying and it's like probably bothering them if about the fact that they got com- like they got so many things said on their post you know and yeah i just think it was just something i was thinking about and ranting about it also um i'm watching this japanese tv show called um dragon zakura which translates to the dragon um, cherry blossom and i seriously recommend this tv show if you're not stressed Right now, about academics, friendships, and relationships, this the reason why I say that is that um, if you're stressed with your academics, it might push you too much to study, which is really not the whole theme of the TV show. So, it is nice to watch it without a lot of com- um, commitment, and like the lessons and the themes in every episode is so important, and it also... M- almost like makes me feel like I can accomplish anything after watching it and I think it is also very Japanese in how like academics work but it is so true that it would apply to anyone in general and um they had the first season in 2005 when I was like literally a child but I remember my parents watching it so I kind of remembered who was in it and like and what kind of episodes were this and that um And now I'm 21 and they are doing the second season of it, and even with the first episode of the second season, it was very good. Um, It's kind of transitioned from the 2005 way of thinking, and then it's now the 2021 kind of academics, and I kind of like that. It's about high schoolers um, with low academic grades encouraged to take exams to go into university of tokyo which is the hardest university to go to in japan but this season deals with like more of more than like interest exams because if obviously the high school they're very l- much life lessons rather than just school lessons they in the first episode they kind of talked about how um they're obviously relying too much on technology and now that they have more access to technology than the adults they kind of can get away with oh i'm more skilled at doing this so you know i can i'm not feared about teachers like they're basically looking down on those adults for the fact that they are young you know i don't know how to Say it if you can watch this, then watch it because I kind of like it, and it's also kind of mystery, so it's that's also interesting. So, just an update on what kind of COVID situation is like in Tokyo. Um, we're in an emergency state, way, um, which is kind of like a performance, it's the Tokyo government's kind of a performance of um caring about it, um, because it's um so the way they do the emergency state is kind of, it's not a lockdown it, the cafes are open any of the stores are open it's even less strict than the last year's and but then the only thing is they are not allowed to open the shops with alcohol and they can do takeouts and stuff but it's a very weirdly restricting like food industry and I'm not saying that COVID is not a serious thing anymore, but it's really just performance so that they can do the Tokyo Olympics. And I am part of it, so I can't really say anything about it, but it's kind of stupid how they do it. Like, you know, they've, they now can kind of confirm, well, we can kind of confirm that they're just very late on securing vaccines at this point so that was the whole reason why we're doing this now but yeah that's the kind of situation we're in um everything is open so i'm fine but anyone who is in a very i guess um who has like you know serious conditions it's kind of stressful i feel like and i feel like it's also stressful for anyone who has um well who has who own a shop or who is in a food industry i just finished my work well, maybe two weeks ago and my store there is now completely closed because it's part of a department store and they have closed down like they don't close the small shops but they basically close down all the department stores and like bigger stores that are that can accommodate a lot of people which kind of doesn't make sense like if yeah if you think about it it doesn't really make sense but that's kind of the situation we are at it's gonna go away in like two weeks or so and we have this thing called golden week which we have like a whole holiday um for everyone so that's probably why we're doing it but yeah that's kind of it how the how we're living right now and i'm fine so yeah oh well okay well, if you thank you for listening if you have made it till this far and follow my instagram uh at samplegrino 20 and see you in my next episode bye <laughs>